This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Evolve podcast. I am so excited to be on this new journey. Um, I never thought I would start a podcast. I didn't feel that this is something I had to do. I've been very happy with how Evolve has been going so far in reaching people through social media and through our Evolve community. But all of a sudden, after going through a really, really huge life decision and change, I felt that now more than ever, people need to hear this story. And as I started to share it here, I just got so excited to have this outlet. And it feels like such a safe space. And um, social media, I have to be honest, doesn't always feel like that. We're living through very intense times. So to me, this feels like a little safe cocoon where I'm attracting so much love and so many people with open hearts and open minds to come and listen. And I'm just so grateful that you're here for this journey with me. So welcome to episode two. If you didn't already listen to episode one, I highly recommend you do that. I announced something that's really big, a huge life decision that I've made that I'm actually going to share again now. and We're going to go much deeper into this topic and conversation. So if you don't want me to spoil it, go ahead, stop right now, listen to episode one. But the announcement that I made in the first episode was the biggest life decision I've made so far. And that is leaving a very secure job, the most secure job you could probably have. And going after my passion and my purpose and my dharma, the reason why I'm on earth right now. And I need to take you through this whole journey because I may have made it look easy, but anyone that knows me very well knows that this was a very extremely hard decision. And I want to take you through all the feels of this process. I think a lot of people right now on earth, especially after 2020, so many people have been realizing that maybe where they are isn't exactly where they need to be or where they're meant to be. And I know a lot of people are picking up, they're moving, they're changing jobs, they're making changes within their family or whatever it may be. And I just feel like this conversation is so important to have right now. And I also want this space to be a space that I can share the darker moments and the stressful moments I had that maybe I didn't show on social media for a number of different reasons. And I want to I wanna do that all here. So welcome. I can't wait to share so much. So as you know by now, if you listen to episode one, I left my teaching job. I've been a teacher for the last 11 years. I worked in one of the best school districts on Long Island. And if you know teaching jobs and you know Long Island, you know it's a very secure job. You know that we, yes, we get vacations, we get medical benefits, we pay into a pension system that after we retire, we have a very, very safe retirement path, a very safe financial retirement path and um, you know all of those things that society has really made us to believe we absolutely need and I after 2020 I shared in episode one 
that I received the message, you have been training for this. You have been training to hold space for people. You have been doing all of your work so that you could help so many others through one of the hardest times on earth. And I got that message and that was when I decided to start going live on Instagram. If you've been with me for a while, you probably joined a lot of our quarantines and our IG lives while we were on lockdown and we were really on alone within ourselves and our home. And that is the message that I received during that time. And after, you know, going through those months of COVID, I started to really take action towards the life I wanted. I started to show up as a as a teacher, a kundalini teacher online. I started to build my business even further, trying to find different ways of reaching people that need this support because I know what it has done for me. It's been absolutely life-changing and that's all I want for other people to have the tools and have the skills that they need to live their best life and their healthiest and happiest life. So after COVID, um, I was very hesitant to go back to work, but it was, and if you know um, New York and the, the education system, we break for summer and we go back during September. So we have July and August off and then we go back in September. And um, I remember it was a Pisces full moon in August and I was, I felt like I was on the top of a roller coaster. And I don't like that feeling, by the way. I really don't like roller coasters. But this one felt very exciting. I felt like I was on the top about to go on the ride of my freaking life. And I told my husband, I'm like, this is it. I I have to leave. I have to leave teaching. I have to follow this knowing inside of me. I have to teach in the way that is true to me and I, I need to follow this. My intuition's always spot on. I have to do it. And my husband was kind of like, okay, uh, gulp. Um, and when we went to our families, we're very, very close. We're a typical Italian family. We're very close with our parents and our families. And they all have very much an old school mentality in a way or an old world, um, old earth mentality where security is number one. Having something that will put food on the table is number one. Having your very expensive medical benefits is number one. Having a pension system is the number one, all of that. And we went to them and (laughs) they did not take it well. We had some very intense reactions. And I started to notice in this process what a people pleaser I have been and a people pleaser I have grown to be. So with each conversation I had, whether it be friends, whether it be family, I was always trying to support my argument or my side of how following your purpose is, it will support you. It will bring you all the success you need. And I found myself in conversations always trying to prove that point. And I Against my intuition, I went back to school for that following school year. So that was September of 2020. And when I got there, I was kind of in shock because I, I'm very much an introvert. I'm a highly sensitive person. I'm an empath. I take on a lot of energy. And to be in a space with a lot of people is far from my favorite thing. <laughs> so at first, I was just like, how am I going to do this? Protecting my energy, making sure I was meditating every morning. And um, 
you know, protecting my energy, just living, you know, living during the times of COVID, going back to school in the times of COVID, having to wear a mask all day. And you guys know how I feel about breath and how important that is. And when you feel like you can't breathe all day, um, it's a challenge. And I know so many people do it and I give them so much credit and gratitude for being able to do the jobs that they need to do with these mandates in effect. But it doesn't make it easy and it doesn't make it natural. So, But that's what I had to do. So my husband and I, we decided I would go back to work. I would... um, you know, continue to feed into Evolve and support um, what was my side gig, but soon became so evident that it's my life purpose. And um, go back to school and try it out one more year, see how it went. And being the person that I am and uh, having a practice of gratitude, it's not like I went there every day miserable. I loved working with kids. I brought all mindfulness into my classroom. I loved the people that I worked with. Um, But I had to begin to have very clear boundaries at work. I needed to make sure that my lunch break was for me so I could have time to protect my energy that so that I could go home and then for three hours meet with people through, you know, my one-on-one clients and provide meditation and spiritual guidance to them. And all of those things require a ton of energy. And I was trying to balance both. It was definitely a road to burnout. And I often felt like I was living a double life. And that's really why I wanted to start this space so I could go back in time and share with you um, the day-to-day, how I was living, what I was feeling during this time. Um, I knew that my multidimensional self was meant to teach Kundalini and help people in this way. And I didn't feel like I could s- truly embody that um, because I guess I wasn't so sure that I would muster up the courage to leave this very, very, very safe and secure job and something, I mean, I have an undergraduate's degree in education. I have a master's degree in special education. I even went along to get my administration degree to become a principal or superintendent. So I've invested so much time, so much energy, and so much money into this. Um, I guess maybe I kind of doubted that one day I would actually just do it. But I knew inside of me that I would be ignoring something so big if I didn't act upon this and just take that plunge. So I went back to school as I shared and I made the most out of it. I loved working with the kids and a really big motivator that got me there was that these children are living through such a hard time and I want to provide them with a safe space. I want to make them feel good. I want to make them feel happy. I want to give them tools for their mental health and support them in this way. And that's what I did. However, there were a lot of days that I would wake up hysterically crying, um, calling my husband, trying to get ready for work getting changed and saying I'm ignoring my dharma and nothing good comes when you ignore your life purpose or your dharma. And I felt that so deeply because as I said before, I truly believe that when you follow your purpose and when you follow your passion, when you follow what feels good and what's meant for you, you will never ever go wrong. You will always be supported if you are doing that for your highest good and the highest good for all. And that's really the space I share everything from. I'm truly here to help people. And I 
I hesitate calling Evolve a business because business sounds so masculine and so money-oriented where really it's it's my life's purpose. And I just knew from all the readings I've done, from the work I've done, from my meditations that I would be successful if I just had the courage to do this. So over that school year, um, I think my bitching and complaining <laughs> to my family members, to my husband, um, I think that actually helped to get them to completely support me. And a disclaimer, my husband always supported me. He just got a little cold feet. There were other people that really thought that I was very close to that thought this was the worst idea I could possibly have in my life. How could you leave a job where you only work 180 days? How could you leave a job where you get the summers off and you make six figures? How could you leave a job where you get the best medical benefits for such a low cost or whatever it may be? How could you leave a job that has so much financial security for now and for the future? And none of that mattered to me because I felt this passion inside of me, this fire, this, I have chills as I say it. It's just this inner knowing that I had to do what I had to do and nothing else mattered. And all of that does not matter because if you're working out of alignment with who you truly are, I believe, and this is my belief only, I'm not here to give any medical advice, but I believe when we're out of alignment, that's when we need the support. That's when we need to seek healing. That's when we need to seek um, reversing any emotional damage that we've done into our bodies and our physical healing. And I believe that if you're following a healthy life path and you're following your mission and you're following and doing what feels good for you, you will maintain a healthy life and you will be supported and you will be abundant. Okay, guys, we are going to take a minute because I have something very exciting to share. So we have a sponsor of this podcast and the sponsor is Eaton Hemp. And if you've been following me on Instagram for a while, you know that I love this company and there are just so many things to love about it. So first and foremost, it's a farmer owned company and this farmer was born on the first farm to plant hemp in New York. And this is just so exciting. So it's a seed to soil type of company. It's organic, it's transparent, and they grow hemp seeds. They make CBD tinctures. But what I love most is their hemp seeds and their snacks that they have. So I have some of their snacks here. So if you're watching along on YouTube, yes, I have a YouTube channel. You can catch this there with a video component. So they come in a little pack that you could literally bring anywhere with you. They're bite-sized deliciousness and they're packed with protein, fiber, nutrients. And if you are plant-based, you have heard that question before. Where do you get your protein? Well, guess what? Hemp seeds are another place that you can get protein or extra protein into your diet. So I love carrying these snacks around with me. Um, they're great for on the go. They're great for when you want like something sweet after a meal. I don't know about you guys, but I love to snack after my meal. So my favorite flavor is actually the peanut buttery chip. I love them. I love chocolate. I love nut butters. And they're just so delicious. So check them out. They are giving the podcast members and the Evolve community 30% off of all their orders with code Erica30. So check them out. And at checkout, don't forget to use code Erica30 to get 30% off of your order. Hope you enjoy. Ah. <sighs> 
So leading up to leaving was very, very intense. And what I want the main focus of this conversation to be today is the conditioning that we are under. Holy crap, it is so real. So fear is a very interesting thing and we see this play out every day in the reality in the world that we're living in right now. When people are acting from a place of fear or they are triggered from a place of fear, they act differently. They're not acting from a place of alignment. It's almost like we enter survival mode. And I felt a lot of that. So I would swing back and forth from 3D into fear into this 5D vibrational state of knowing I was supported. So I held and I felt in my body, I held the stress of my parents and the stress of other people in our lives that were concerned about me leaving my job. And I held their own beliefs because I I was raised, we are all raised pretty much from whoever raises us, if it's our parents or another figure, we're, we're built off of their belief system for the most part, unless they could be so objective and allow us to just form our own decisions and beliefs and patterns, which is very rare. So I was raised off of this ideology that you need to work hard, money doesn't come easily, life can't be rainbows and butterflies all the time. Fuck that. Yes, it can. <laughs> Um, you need security, you need, you know, all of those things, all of those old earth ideologies. And I started to peel them back. And I started to look at other people who are living their truth. I was very, very attracted to other people living their truth, following their purpose. And I have yet to find someone that said I tried to follow my dream and it didn't work. I have yet to experience that. So this process was extremely intense. I had to peel back layer after layer after layer, literally releasing out mindsets of other people that were imposed upon me that became partially my beliefs. And I kind of saw myself as like a split person. I was splitting in a way. I, my old self held the beliefs of my family, my parents, and all of their ideas about how to earn money and what you need to do for money versus my new age, new earth beliefs. And I felt that divide. And I think that translate really macroscopically to what we're seeing on earth right now, but that's a podcast for another day. So Through my morning practice, I was able to use kundalini to rewire the subconscious patternings, to bring in the confidence and the courage that I needed to take this very, very courageous leap. And the other thing is some of you might not think it's that big of a deal or courageous. Um, It all has to do with our perspective, right? And Just to put it into context, I don't know one other person personally in teaching that actually does this. And I've heard a friend of a friend, oh, she left teaching to do this and she left teaching to do that. But the energy around teaching, especially on Long Island, getting a job on Long Island, especially in a really high performing school district, um, 
it's just very unheard of, which makes it a little bit more intense too, knowing that you're one of the only people that are taking this risk, I'm making air quotes, um, to just go after your purpose. So the conditioning was so real and so deep and if I didn't have my spiritual practice of kundalini, um, which helps us to clear our subconscious fears, helps us to repattern our minds, re-engineer our thoughts and our beliefs, I don't think I would ever be able to do something like this. So um, it's interesting because I just listened back to the first podcast that I recorded and I recorded it on the first day of school when everyone else went back to school and even in my voice, I don't even sound so sure of my decision in that moment. I was like, I love teaching for now um, because I was scared. I was still really scared. I was really feeling it day one when everyone went back. But then by day two, I was like, oh, wait, I'm actually living my dream. And then by day three, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I could definitely get used to this. And by day four and so on and so on. And I actually just got back from a vacation in Malibu, which was so soul nourishing, so beautiful. And it helped me to integrate all of all of those really big steps I just made into, into the here and now. So – the reason why I share this is because no, going after your dream is not easy. Even if you have a business already built up and running to really leave that safety boat or that life vest, um, it's a really courageous act. It's scary as hell. I'm not going to lie. I was shaking the day I had to go in and talk to my principal. I was absolutely shaking and so nervous to do it. But after I I just felt a lot of relief because I was finally able to embody who I truly am and follow my gut and just know that um, that I'm following my intuition. And when you follow your intuition, nothing could ever go wrong. So I share this as inspiration. I know that many people are experiencing a lot of change after 2020, whether it be career or something else. And my main message is just knowing that by following what your heart says, by following your highest self, by being in alignment with your truth and following that, you will never, ever go wrong. And anytime I doubted that, I turned to the universe and just said, um, you know, because it was a very big transition from being busy, almost um, burning myself out from working a full-time job and then coming home and running Evolve full-time. It was a lot, but your nervous system gets used to whatever it is you're experiencing. So just like the world right now, we're experiencing very intense things that we think are just normal, but our bodies are going through a lot. And it's the same thing here with this transition. So my nervous system was on overdrive. I was definitely on my way to burn myself out a bit. And I was able to handle it. So then when I left my job and I had all this space and all this time to meditate and to go within and read and do all of the work that I want to that's going to support Evolve to grow and to flourish, I started to get nervous and think, ooh, I hope that I'm busy enough. I hope that I'm able to um, you know, really fill my time in a meaningful way and that I don't get lazy. And all of these thoughts came to me. And in that moment, I simply turned to the universe and my higher power. And I just said, 
universe, you know how much I can handle and I want you to send me all of that and more. Send me all that I need to be as productive as in a healthy way as possible and to be busy enough but at that perfect tension, you know, we picture rubber bands. Um, when we stretch the rubber band so much, which was what I was doing last year, was about to just break. Or when we just have a floppy rubber band, it's kind of like we're bored, um, less than content and kind of borderline lazy. But when you have that perfect tension, when you just hold your hands apart and have that perfect tension of the rubber band, that's really the space we want to live, right? Not in overdrive and not just cruise control. We want to be active. We want to be observant. We want to be focused we want to be here and now and um, that's just what I asked the universe for so this this whole process could not be possible without my morning routine and every day I woke up and went to that and I visualized my future I visualized my dream life which is gratefully what I'm living right now being able to help people in this way be able to have more time in my calendar to help people in this way be able to create time to reach more people etc um, I would visualize that every single morning and I would remind myself how worthy I am of that and believe that that's our birthright. The old earth and the old ways of thinking tries to convince us of something else, that we can't possibly be that happy. We can't possibly do what we love and make money doing it. We can't possibly have all that we want and more. And that's simply untrue. So I would bring this into my practice every morning. And if you haven't practiced kundalini with me, um, or if you've only practiced kundalini with me and no other types of um, teachers or kundalini, I think what makes my practice a little bit different is how I really bring in that re that conscious rewiring of the brain. So kundalini does all of that for us subconsciously, which is why it's so powerful. But then when we bring in that active um, thought process that we want to hold, that frequency we want to hold, the thoughts, the beliefs we want to hold, as we bring that in every day in our meditation, we start to believe it. And that's really what this whole journey has been about for me and this path has been about. You need to believe in yourself first. And I learned no one is going to, whether they see your potential and believe in you or not, they are going to want you to be safe. I recently heard on a podcast, your parents don't necessarily want you to be happy. They want you to be safe. They want you to be taken care of. They put you on this earth and they want to know that you will be taken care of because that is their main job. And I heard that at a very perfect time as I was leaving my job because I needed to hear that. I needed to know that maybe I won't get 100% approval from other people around me, but guess what? I have to live with myself each day. I have to live with my choices each and every day, and I need to make them ones that I am proud of, that I respect, and they have to be in alignment with what I teach other people to do. Because I, number one, authenticity is number one for me. So you need to be your biggest cheerleader. You need to believe in yourself so much and you cannot rely on anyone else to do that for you. Because when we seek approval, this is what I've learned, a lot of people will project their limitations, their self-limitations onto you. Someone once told me, oh, Erica, you do not want to leave teaching. Trust me. I had friends that have done it and none of them are happy. 
And my initial thought was, oh God, will that be me? Because we're human and we have an ego and we go into fear mode. And then my next thought was, well, why didn't they just become teachers again if they were so unhappy? Why didn't they just go back to school? So I often, I often realize, and this is another thing that the practice does, it helps us to remove our ego so we can really figure out what our truth is. And in those moments where we're seeking approval from others, we might just be receiving back from them their own insecurities or the places where they feel not as confident in themselves. And that's coming back to us. It is up to you every single day to boost yourself up to be your biggest cheerleader. And in the moments you can't do that, that is why I'm here. That is why so many light workers are here on the planet right now. So many healers, so many even fitness instructors where they're here and we're here to hold space for you until you can do that on your own, until you can believe in yourself so much that you could take those steps on your own. But it's up to you. And going outside for approval for validation is never where you're going to find your answers. Everything, like I tell you all the time with this practice, everything is within you. And if you're listening to this and you're like, no, it's not. I'm confused. I'm indecisive. I don't know the way. Your spiritual practice will show it to you. And the more you surrender, the more you will be supported. And a really big theme or energy that I leaned into while I did this, it was kind of like, holy F, I just quit my job and I'm doing this. And it was kind of like putting my spiritual practice and my spiritual beliefs to the test. Like, okay, I would say this to myself. Okay, life is a game. Life can't be taken so seriously. I recently, my cousin told me this quote, um, life is too serious to be taken so seriously. I love it. It really hit. Because you get one life in this body, in this lifetime, right? You get one experience. And to not go after whatever it is that you want, you're only hurting yourself and you will be supported. So a lot of what I leaned into was like, okay, I've read all the books. I've done all the meditations. I even taught people about this. Now I have to cut the cord and I'm going to free fall and I'm going to allow the universe to show up for me. And that doesn't mean sit back and be scared and be nervous and expect miracles to happen. No, 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 no. What that means is showing up for yourself every single day, getting in the right mindset, choosing the frequency, choosing the thoughts that come into your minds, come into your awareness, and choosing your reactions to everything that is thrown your way. So when a customer cancels or you lose a customer, do I do you see that as oh my gosh, I'm going to spiral out of control. This is terrible. I'm a failure. Or do you see it as, okay, that person wasn't ready for this and there are other people who are and they're going to make their way in and we're creating space for them. So it's stepping out of the lack mentality and stepping into that expansive mindset of trusting and of surrendering. And once we really start to surrender, that is where the miracles truly happen. And I'll be honest with you, surrendering is layered, very layered. Like I thought I learned surrendering in 2020 and then I just continue to learn how to surrender deeper and deeper and deeper. So 
This has been the journey from my past year. And as I said, it definitely wasn't pretty. I actually often felt like I was living out of alignment with myself. And all I do is talk and practice about being in alignment. So I had to find ways to stay vibrating at a high frequency while doing something that didn't feel completely aligned at first. And then I found ways to make it feel aligned. I realized the students that I was there for, um, I realized that that year gave the people who I really trust and respect, it gave them time to digest what I was about to do. And as I said, you never need anyone else's approval, but damn, does it feel freaking good to have the support from the ones you love. It gave everyone around me a little bit of time to digest and it gave me the experience to grow an abundant mindset, to know that I was supported, to know that there was no other option for me but taking this leap. So I don't regret going back to school at all. I I know that it was for a specific reason and I know that it really allowed me to align to the frequency I needed to be in to actually take that leap. But it also offered me that time for everyone else to digest it around me, for me and my husband to save money, to know that we were doing this from a very aligned and safe space. And it just felt really good. And um, I think my grandma was one of the first people who finally was super supportive. And I didn't realize, and my mom too, aside from Vinny. Vinny was number one. I think then it was my grandma, then it was my mom. And um, we're still trying to win my dad over here. (laughs) So I didn't realize how much that approval was taking a toll on me until my grandma finally said, like, you have nothing to lose. Go for it. Go for it. You're going to be successful. You're doing what you love. And she just believed in me so much and that I could cry thinking about it. It it just it was finally what I was seeking. I received from my family because I value them so much. I love them so much and I'm so close with them and I respect them. So despite not having everyone's approval, um, I made the decision anyway and slowly but surely people start to see uh, see where you're going and what you're doing. And I often read this quote and I posted it, how if if it makes sense to all, you're probably late to the game. If it makes sense to everyone and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a really good job, you might be a little late. I mean, no, it's never too late. But you know what I mean. I think on the flip side, what that quote, what I got out of that quote was, if you seem crazy and irrational to some people for your choices, you just might be ahead of your time. You might be ahead of the game. You might be doing something that a lot of other people uh, haven't done. And guess what? That is the area of growth. Comfort zones are basic as fuck right the more we stay comfortable the less we're going to grow so entering into that scary oh my gosh I feel it in my stomach right now just like you're going down off that edge of a cliff or down that roller coaster um going after it believing in the universe and knowing that when you're aligned with your higher self and what you're doing is for the greater good for you and for all you will always always be successful so I'm so grateful that you joined me here today listening to episode two. I wanted to tell you about some of the nitty gritty behind the scenes that it was really challenging. It was not easy at all. And 
I also um, would love to hear questions from you. So if you have more things that you would want answered on this topic or any topic really, I have a lot of fun things planned for the podcast um, for the next few episodes. But if there's anything that you would like to hear more about, please DM me, email me, let me know. I would love to use your your questions or anything that you're inquiring about as just to guide to guide the way, to guide the conversation. I want to give everybody what they need right now, this time, during this time on earth. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I will see you back next week with another episode, episode three, where we dive a little bit deeper into that energetic shift that has to take place before completely leaving and closing out a chapter. So stay tuned on that. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I can't wait to see you soon. Satnam. Nam.